Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to DC. Today, back with you after the assignment of the very extremely early morning show for Kevin Chi and Scott Jackson here with you. Mike is behind the glass. Those scheduled to appear today include Linnell Willingham, the biggest in charge uh, with the worst transportation situation in America. So uh, we're going to work on getting Linnell a car today, Mike, on the program over these next three hours because uh, he ca- clearly we cannot trust. Public transportation here in the nation's capital anymore to get him here on time. Yeah, we need someone from Lindsay to hook him up. Yes, right. Yes, right. We need somebody to hook the man up. So uh, we'll get to that. We got a lot to get to. Obviously, yesterday was franchise tag day. Everybody is abuzz about the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. I spoke about this a little bit yesterday in the 7 o'clock hour and Sheehan show how, you know, would you, if he's available, for the commander's perspective, go after him? And it was about 50-50, Mike. Believe it or not, 50-50. And, of course, this is prior to knowing what you'd have to give up. You know, if you do it just off of the sheet, it's two number ones. You could obviously negotiate less. This has happened uh, before. And uh, it's going to be, you know, maybe it's a guaranteed contract completely. Maybe not. Maybe the market will not dictate that for him. This is what I think the Ravens are banking on. So we'll get to all this stuff. Jerry Coleman's going to join us from Baltimore. Actually, he's in Sarasota, I believe, covering the O's. Uh, he's going to join us to talk about the situation uh, with Lamar Jackson. Of course, Jerry now uh, co-host of the very popular Adam Jones podcast. It's absolutely nothing to do with Jerry, but he's riding the coattails of the great Adam Jones, which is a pretty smart move on his part. So uh, we'll do that. Uh, we will also uh, get into a little bit uh, some leftovers from the combine. One of the guys who really scored well at a need position for the commanders was uh, – Nick Salvaderi, who is uh, a offensive line prospect out of my favorite college, Old Dominion, he uh, he blew it up. He was a tackle in college, played guard as well, was good at the Senior Bowl, did very well at Indy. So we get his thoughts on the whole process, what he's hearing, what teams are telling him, and you know we'll do this throughout this time period before the draft. Get to know some of the prospects, not always the frontliners because they're not available, but uh, you know guys that have really cool draft stories. He's this guy player was a two star. A player coming out of a very small town in North Carolina and is now projected to be, bare minimum, a, a draftable player, maybe even a day two player. So we'll get to uh, Nick in the 1 o'clock hour. But all right, let's 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 get to this story. I want to get to the Jackson stuff. The Giants, obviously, did they do something really smart yesterday? Did they do something really stupid? I hope it's the latter being uh, you know, very much a commander's uh, eyes on it. 
but we'll, you know, with Daniel Jones, but we'll, we'll get to that. Let's start here. Uh, just a little while ago, Mark Maskey of the Washington Post posting a story from Palm Beach, Florida, about the owners' meetings yesterday that took place. Uh, and yes, among the issues discussed there were the potential sale uh, and potential vote on commanders, uh, Dan, owner Dan Snyder at committee meetings. But there was no vote taken. There's no vote set up is the long and the short of it, according to sources that uh, Mark Maskey spoke to. So that's the long and the short of it. Some owners, according to the stories, emerged from the meeting hopeful, hopeful that Snyder will agree to move the commander, sell the commanders without a vote to force a sale, said those people who spoke on the condition of anonymity because of the confidentiality of the bidding process. Other owners apparently were not as optimistic of the prospect. Uh, Snyder's owner, Tanya Snyder, was there. Her wife, I should say, was there uh, yesterday representing the team in um, one of her committee meetings. Also, of course, there will be more league meetings later this month, as we've touched on quite a bit, and there was some hope that that's when this whole commander's thing will be settled. I wouldn't hold my breath at this point on that. Several owners uh, at NFL declined comment. Committee meetings were held less than three weeks ahead. Again, the full owners' meetings on the 26th of, uh, of March in Phoenix. And another, you know, the big piece that came out of this for me, you know, besides all the background, we know who the players are, who the potential buyers are. Uh, but here is what the big takeaway was from Mark's story, if you scroll down. Some owners would like to have clarity in the sale by Phoenix and continue to hope Snyder can be convinced to include Bezos in the bidding. Jeff Bezos, Amazon founder, Washington Post owner. Sell his team voluntarily and leave the NFL without further conflict. Some people who attended the meeting said. But another person said Snyder's desire to be indemnified against future legal liability and cost remains a major issue. If the league and other NFL owners won't provide such indemnification, Snyder would uh, be satisfied if a prospective buyer would, that person said. But that demand threatens to keep the sale from occurring, said that person who predicted deliberations over the process could continue into the summer or fall. This is where you do the vomit emoji. Uh, the owners will not move forward to vote Snyder out in March, the person said. Such a maneuver by the owners would force him to sell the team and would require Approval of at least three-quarters of the owner. So there you go. That was Mark Maskey, Washington Post report. Um, we'll wait for the commander's email later to deny it or trash it. So, um, you know, that's kind of been the the, the the pattern of late. Linnell is in the house. So, Linnell, we're going to work on getting you a car because uh, clearly we cannot trust public transportation for you anymore. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Did it, what happened? Any, was it an incident? Was it a derailment? Anything well, serious or just, just no, bad they just, service? No, they held us there so long that I was like, well, mm-hmm. if I stay in wait, I'm definitely sure. not going to make it. So I called an Uber or Lyft, and they showed mm-hmm. up to 702nd instead of 7th. Okay. So I was waiting on my Uber for a little while. Yeah, that, that happens. All right. Well, anyway, good to have you here. So we just went through the latest owner stuff, which doesn't paint a really positive picture. Yeah. For the commanders. Glad, yeah. I, glad I missed that. Yeah, getting some quick clarity here on this stuff. But I know you're fired up. All right, I did a lot of this yesterday on the Sheehan Show, but I think today... Yeah, I'm glad you made it back to us. I mean, that is... Yeah, it's a, it's a long, uh, <laughs> arduous path to be up that early, let me tell you. So the the non-exclusive franchise tag for Will Lamar Jackson's got people a-buzzing. Now, the last yeah. news I just read, you probably should wake you up if you're a Commanders fan. That This is not happening for him, this team. However, it is interesting uh, to... I guess, fantasize about, to hypothesize about it, to see what may happen. So this is, again, uh, just the first time in seven years a quarterback is given the non-exclusive uh, label. Last one was Kirk Cousins, and that was in 2016. 
And Jackson, obviously, is the third quarterback to win the MVP and then receive a franchise tag along with Steve Young and Peyton Manning. Both of those guys eventually signed long-term deals. The Ravens have gotten nowhere with Lamar Jackson so far on negotiations. As many people may or should know by now, Lamar is his own representative. His mother, I believe, helps out as well. So he does not have an agent. This might be a way by the Ravens to speed things along. This may also be an exit plan for the Ravens. I guess it depends how you look at it. I mean, they got to know that there's one or two scenarios. Both scenarios are possible. Yeah, Both scenarios are possible. You've so, been negotiating for three years. If they were really genuinely interested in getting the deal done, it would have happened by But now. this this will also show him what the rest of the world thinks. And, I, and I allows would, them to set the market a little bit. I would think, and I know it's illegal for this to happen, but I would think that uh, with the friends that Lamar has around the mm-hmm. league, I think he's got a pretty good idea of what he's worth, and I think he probably already knows who's willing to fork out that money. But I do think they're colluding against them, 110%. So was this like a meeting they had like over the last month? Was it an email chain? Was it a text chain? I just think How people talk. I just think people talk, and I think he's got friends in mm-hmm. other locations mm-hmm. that the executives are probably willing to talk to him off the record and make it seem like nothing happened because I think that they really follow those rules the entire offseason. They're not talking to people. is like ludicrous if you believe that. Like you got to talk with some of these things, but – Baltimore clearly is just not invested in him. I don't even think it's about the quarterback. I think it's the person. Or are they just not excited to do a bad contract like the Browns did? I mean, for, for Deshaun Watson. That's why I think at that point, if you're Lamar, you're supposed to ask for less. How can you be, if you're Baltimore, how can you even be upset at him for this? And there's ways to finagle the language of the contract to where you can get very close to the guarantees that Deshaun got without breaking the bank. Where right. you're all the banks are banks potentially, are broken, but, but yeah. potentially. I mean, but this is again, this is the tough part when you got a player that's not represented by anybody. He's got nobody to, you know, he's got nobody out there speaking through right. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport. So it's very it's uncertain a, as to what it is. Now, I'm not going to be one of these people, and I, and I hate to give this guy credit, but but Chris Russell, I think, actually is <laughs> onto something. Um, where he's like. Just because people said to Diana Rossini or whoever that they're not interested doesn't yeah, mean anything. That's garbage. Doesn't yeah. mean anything. Nobody was in, supposedly Derek Carr was going to be a Jet. I mean, we've heard, we've had a lot of goofy things yeah. supposedly that weren't going to happen that happened. So I'm not I'm not a thousand times buying into there's no market at all for this player. But I, but I do think there is whether you want to call it collusion or just smart business. There's a lot of teams that are like, yeah, the Browns screwed up. We're not doing this. Hey, the Vikings did it for Kirk Cousins. So what? What has it gotten them? They got a crap-ass defense because they can't pay for anything else. So yeah. I get it. I mean, again, go, Doc and I did this a few months ago. Go through the list of the top-paid quarterback teams. Outside of Chiefs and Mahomes, nobody's doing jack. Yeah. I mean, the, the Packers but, have gone backwards since they did this terrible Aaron Rodgers contract. Well, this is the key, though. When you're Same thing like in basketball with the Wizards. They're in the same conundrum. If you're going to have guys highly paid like this, you have to insulate the rest of your roster with cheap talent. You do that by drafting well. That's how Kansas City, I think, has been able to offset some of the Mahomes stuff. The Bills have been but able to stay relatively. They still have had to make tough choices. Yeah, like, look have. at the Rams. They went all in. They put the credit card to the max. Now they're like, crap, the Bills are due. And they're yeah. cutting people. And the fact that... Stafford's been hurt hasn't helped them either. And, you know, there's still stories he may never play again, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just, again, it's it's a bad system the NFL has set up with, you know, with lack of, first of all, you should, should, of all the athletes, it should be guaranteed. Yeah, right. Of all the sports, <laughs> right? It's the NFL. Now, it's the best league, some people might say, because they don't have all the guarantees that you do in the NBA where you can say, you know what? I need a night off. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, yeah, got me. I got all this money. Baseball, same thing. 
Uh, you know, so there's there is that part of it too. So I understand all the arguments. We're we're not going to be able to fix the NFL, and they're probably never going to get to a fully guaranteed model anyway because the amount of players they had. I am a little bit surprised they haven't figured out a system in which because it's such a quarterback dependent league and all the rules are set up for the quarterbacks, everything's set up to be quarterback, you know, ex, you know, um, dependent. That they haven't figured out a way to say, hey, you have such and such amount of cap that doesn't count that goes towards one player in your roster. I oh, your they quarterback. can't do that. Well, I you your well, quarterback. They, yeah. I mean, it would make too much sense. Right. It'd make too much. But anyway, so here's where we are. Uh, I'm not sure there's no market for him, but I don't think there's a fully guaranteed market. We'll, we're going to find out next week, I, I suppose. And it, I wonder this, too, if you're him, if the teams aren't really attractive to you, would you just be willing to say, all right, screw it. I'll, I'll stick it out one more year here and be a real free agent next offseason. I think that's what you were saying. Yeah, the idea and, and possibility of him being able to hit free agency should be enticing to him. But yeah. since his season has finished the way it has the last two years with injury, I understand why he wants to get the money now and up front. Well, and that's another reason why you don't they're know like, what's look, happen. dude, 10 games. You know, 10 yeah. games in two years is another reason why we're not going to do fully guaranteed. And I can, I can see, I can understand both of them. Uh, the question, obviously, is: Is two number ones too many? Is the is the draft capital, or excuse me, is the uh, salary going to be prohibitive to the rest of your roster? Which is the big thing. We'll get to a little bit more on that. We'll talk Daniel Jones as well. We'll get to some calls. Jerry Coleman's going to join us from Baltimore to uh, hit on it from the Ravens' perspective. What is Plan B for Baltimore? That's what I'm fascinated. Is it a draft pick? Uh, you got to think that's what they're going to do, right? Well, they'll go all in on the draft and make something happen here if they're not going to keep Lamar Jackson. We'll get through it all. It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson, Lanelle Willingham here on the Team 90 Stream and live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, we're here with you. Uh, tomorrow, Rick Doc Walker will be back with us here in this very spot. All right, Linnell, big news yesterday beyond yeah. the beyond the Lamar Jackson, which we'll get back to at 1230 when Jerry Coleman joins us, talking about it from the Baltimore perspective. The Daniel Jones contract, how shocking, surprising, you know, exciting was that to you? I, I'm annoyed because I'm tired of hearing everyone cry and complain about the money that Daniel Jones got. Okay. Did you not watch Giants football this year? I did. They were rolling with YMCA receivers. The offensive line was garbage. Yes, Dable and Kafka had a lot to do with it. Yes, they did. But Daniel Jones balled. He's one of the singular reasons why they were there. You take him off of the Giants, I don't know how good they were. Him and Saquon led the charge, so they got to pay him. Yeah, 15 touchdown passes. I mean, I know that's <laughs> that, that's brutal, but let's 3, look 3,200 yards. I mean, I, look, it wasn't bad. He didn't turn the ball over. He, he did rush for about 700, or over 717. Well, Jack, who was he supposed to throw to? Uh, they should have called me. You sound I like Giselle Bunch, and my husband can't throw to himself. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, it wasn't great, but here's the alternative. There isn't an alternative right. for the Giants, so that's why they did it. I understand the way it's structured. They may be able to wiggle out in two seasons. So I, so I get it from that perspective, but it is it's like an eye-opener. Eye I don't think it, it – like this deal is not going to calm people down from screaming about what Lamar Jackson deserves, Yeah, obviously, and it, and it shouldn't. But it's weird uh, to see, again, a guy who – Really looked lost there, but they did such a good job with him. You know, again, coaching matters in this. And his deal is like like the rest of these deals. It's not really what it says it is. Like his cap hit for next year yeah. is going to be minuscule to where they can go out and improve the offensive line and get him some weapons. And they got guys on defense that need to resign. So I know they were definitely they thinking toward Barkley the future too. With yeah, him, which, which saves him. Who's the more important of the two players? And. What type of markets you think he'd end up having? Yeah, I don't know, man. Nobody's paying for running backs yeah. anymore, except for the Cowboys. Well, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> except for the Cowboys. But yeah, he would have had a market. I think yeah. he would have had a market for sure. They, they weren't willing, and obviously they were not willing to find out if he didn't have a market, so yeah. they, they got nervous about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. The Jones thing's okay. I mean, I'd pay I would have been, been fascinated <laughs> to see if he was in the market, because I think if this well, was any yeah. other offseason – team here might have been. I would have loved it. Would, if might have been interested because he would have been a cheaper version of – Obviously, what you would have to pay for a Lamar Jackson or somebody else, or a, even if you want to get in the so Jones is going to get what like forty annually. Aaron we paid we paid Wentz twenty eight last yeah, year. Yeah. It's twelve more million bucks to get significantly improved play. So yeah, and it's um, <laughs> again, I, how I, I think they got. A, I think they look. They they had a, a favorable schedule, like like the commanders Very as true. well, and they're about to find out too. Uh, they had a um, you know it was a weird year to get in. They they have um, they, as you said they were lacking in a lot of areas. They did a very good job in the draft last year. They did. So you got to trust them again to draft well. But yes, if you overly invest in your quarterback, you're going to have to be a lot better at drafting moving forward. Yeah, you got to be a lot better. But it is a deal again. They can shake out of it quickly. It's not a long term, you know, situation where they're blocked. Was this the first time? And you got to think about it from like the relative recent history of the Giants. Like, they won a playoff game this year. Yeah. When was the last time the Giants won a damn playoff game? The Super Bowl year? That's true. I mean, uh, they did. It's been forever. 
Yeah, because they were so bad in the playoffs. Yeah. That was their whole thing. They would not. They would make it and be one and done, mm-hmm. or they would make a run all the way. The old the yacht Bowl. photo with, yeah. with Odell and yeah. Sterling Shepard with the Timberlands. Yeah, and look, and it's in Dayball. You know, is going to be one of these guys that maybe in a couple of years he's he's bemoaning like Ron Rivera saying, "Well, I, you know, it's, it's the first year making the playoffs is bad because it's recalibrating yeah, right. the expectations <laughs> of the of the rebuild." It struck me as an excuse maker. I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. see. Um, I, I think they did a, a very good job. I, I think, though, of all the teams, like I, I actually feel like Philly's going to be good again. I would say the Eagles are the one. you got to show me. I mean, the uh, Giants, rather, the ones. All right, show yeah. me. Do it, do it again. Do yeah. it again next year. But it, that part, it was interesting. What do you make of all the Aaron Rodgers wooing uh, yeah. and the Jets, again, going to become – he wants to be Brett Favre so damn bad. <laughs> it's I mean, incredible, He's going to go to the Jets, and then he's got to be traded to the Vikings next year. Yeah, I just wonder, like – and I wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah. Like, what impact? I know he's Aaron Rodgers. Sure. You put him on the Jets. Are they instant Super Bowl contenders? Are we buying so. into no. the Jets from last year? I don't think so. I, I mean, I they were better, I think, than they finished because their quarterback situation obviously held them back. Right. And they have a good roster, a, a pretty good roster. A pretty good roster. I get it. I think it's more of my personal vendetta mm-hmm. and gripe against, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Doc is rubbing off on me because I, yeah. I just think it's all. It's all puppetry. Like it's yeah. it doesn't really matter. You're either gonna play or you're not. And the fact yeah. that the he's got the Packers by the you know what. Yeah, and I think it's it. insanity. They totally blew it. It's sad. I, I would have for me, I, two years ago, I would have said, All right, just retire. And I think Jordan Love must stink if they're willing to right. put up with this. Right. There's just no way. No doubt. Which is why they were so, you know, quick to get off of Favre. No question. Had Rogers. No question about it. All right. Let's get to Jerry Coleman. Find out what the rape. What's the best play here for the Ravens? Is it the Lamar Jackson goes out, gets a deal, they get the two number ones, and they move on to whatever the next chapter is, or that Lamar Jackson gets a contract that maybe isn't a, as big as he had hoped for, and the Ravens are able to keep him long term? We'll get to all of it coming up next. Jerry Coleman from Baltimore joins us straight ahead here on Burgundy Gold today. With Lynette Willingham, Scott Jackson, Team Nine Eighty Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, Burgundy Gold today. Linnell Willingham, Scott Jackson, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Our pleasure right now. To go to the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today. Jerry Coleman from the very popular Adam Jones podcast, where he is the co-host. And, of course, the only reason the podcast is popular is because Adam Jones on it. But we're happy to have Jerry nonetheless here with us, Baltimore legend. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fine. That's false news. That's that's very (laughs) fake news. Uh, I carry the podcast. Um, I mean, Adam's along for the ride, and we use his name for recognition. And it's going and sales great. sales and money and downloads. And sales and all that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but outside but of that, that, you're doing that, everything. I mean, I, I yeah. carry, you know, I, I, his shoulders are very light. Mine are very heavy. I, I understand you plug in and set up the equipment. Okay, so I, I should give you credit for that. All right, now, all right, you have been calling this for months. Like, we've been talking to you throughout the season. You said, look, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, this is headed for a divorce. Um, not going to be a long-term deal at this point. Uh, do you think, you know, I, I, I read the statements, obviously, from Eric DaCosta about potentially still hopeful that something could be worked out. Maybe Lamar gets smacked in the face of reality. There's not a big market. Maybe he does uh, get the big deal. We, we have, we'll see it in a week, I guess. But uh, do you feel like there's any way – path at this point that this ends with him staying in Baltimore beyond another season? I think there is a slight path, Scott, but I mean, the Ravens are essentially saying, go out and create some leverage and see what you're worth on the open market. And, uh, you know, 
You're your own agent, you and your mom. You guys go find out if there's another sucker team out there that's willing to match with the Cleveland Browns or something close to the Arizona Cardinals, what they have done. And they've been tremendous mistakes. And you guys, I said this weeks ago, I've been saying this for two years now, that they weren't going to give them the long-term deal. They were going to play out the rookie contract as long as possible and see what happens. And maybe they could make a championship run in that window. They failed to do that. Uh, have they made a financial mistake? I don't know because there's conflicting reports. There's reports that nobody's interested, and then I'm seeing a bunch of teams that are interested. And I do believe there is going to be one team out there sure, that's, that's going to make them a significant offer. Yeah, it's all it takes, right? I mean, one team. Yep, all it takes is one dumb owner, and there's a bunch of billionaires, and a bunch of them haven't won Super Bowls or won squat in a long time, and they want to sell tickets, and they feel like this is the way. So the Ravens have certainly rolled the dice, but this has been in the making for a while. This couldn't have been unforeseen because they've been negotiating for over a year. And that's the the silly thing to me, Jerry, is if they've been negotiating on this contract for the last two, three years, and they've let it get out to this point, what type of faith is there that a deal is actually going to get done? Because I'm of the mindset if they were genuinely motivated to getting something done, it would have happened already, and you would avoid the distraction that they've caused. I, the numbers are out there. I think the demands uh, from each side or requests or whatever you want to characterize them have been made. And I think no, each side knows where they stand. So, I mean, the result could be Lamar could find a team. And if the Ravens, I will say this, if they only get two first-round draft picks, and that's why it's a roll of the dice, for Lamar, I think that's undervalued. And, yeah. you know, I don't think they're going to match the offer if someone comes in the neighborhood of a quarter of a billion dollars or even in that neighborhood, I just don't see Bashadi. I don't see him budging based on what the Browns did and his comments at the owners meeting months back. He hasn't really budged from that. And I think that's the team's philosophy. And they put out the statement that said mutually beneficial deal to both sides. So obviously they have their restraints. And again, if they spend all this money on Lamar, they're not going to have any money to spend on anyone else. They also won't have a marquee quarterback. Yeah, there there seems to be more to this besides money, Jerry. Am I am I over evaluating it? Is it just money that that they're uncomfortable with, or some are there some hard feelings about things that went on last year? You heard the rumblings, you know, during the season. Uh, he was angry that people are questioning his health. Uh, was the team ever buying into any of that stuff? And were there or are there some personality conflicts between the two sides? So the team defended him publicly, but privately, no, they didn't believe it was a uh, season-ending injury. It was probably two, maybe three, four weeks. Uh, I think they were befuddled. He didn't show up at the final playoff game and not support his teammates. Uh, This is a guy, I keep hearing these talking heads, uneducated, uninformed people who, who are getting paid a substantial amount of money to talk about Lamar Jackson and tell me about, you know, he's the only Besides Tom Brady, unanimous MVP, and this is a guy that led the team to 14-2 and two and did all this, and this was 2019. It's now 2023, and its numbers since then have regressed. Oh, but Jerry, Jerry, games. Jerry, and I, I get it, but what have they done to help him since that point? That's my argument, because I do want to get to the why they're willing to move injuries. on. They have had a litany of injuries. They've, ne- they've tried to draft premier, uh, premier. They've tried to draft wide receivers, whether it be his buddy Marquise Brown, who is a complete underachiever, Rashad Bateman, who's been hurt the last couple of years. These are facts. Look at their numbers. They've never been a proficient offense in terms of throwing the football. 
So, I mean, except for his rookie year in 2019, where he had all these TD passes. But since then, his numbers have gone in reverse. And we can't be living off the past. They're paying him for the future, not for the past. They're paying him for the future. This is a guy who has missed like 10 out of the last 22 games because of injury. So, again, they're not going to be stupid like the Browns or the Cardinals or some of these other teams that are going to go out and give a boatload to a quarterback. They're just This is a team that is perennially in playoff contention. This is a team that has won two Super Bowls in less than 25, 26 years. So they have a pretty respectable, you know, uh, you know, profile around the NFL. And I think, I think they got the pulse of the league at the combine in a lot of ways too, unless someone was lying and and things could change again. All it takes is one, but I think they did their due diligence at the combine and did some research about, you know, would you be willing to make a deal for Lamar and how much would you be willing to give them that sort of thing and try and get a feel for the situation. But again, like I said, at the top of this interview, guys, it's a roll of the dice. He could sign you know, once Monday starts and that, that window opens, he could sign right away with the team. And I think the Ravens would be hard-pressed to match the offer. I'm going I'm to throw a scenario that's probably not going to happen, but I want to get it from you. We're here with Jerry Coleman, podcast uh, co-host of the Adam Jones podcast, Baltimore legend, uh, with us here on the BetQL guest hotline of Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team 980. Dan Snyder's the one who makes the offer he can't refuse, and he gets ready to sign it. Would Steve Bashotti be moved by that to to know that he, he would have Lamar Jackson oh. in his backyard for the next five to whatever years? You know those 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 eight jerseys that were purple are now burgundy and cranberry and black and all the other <laughs> new number of colors that they have with this franchise. Would that would that move Steve Bashotti to get off his high horse about never paying a guaranteed contract? If it were Such the Commanders question, that would do that, yeah, that's an excellent question, and uh, th- that might strike a nerve. Because there is no friendship between those two. Uh, A lot of disdain, frankly. And if that were to happen, especially in the Ravens' backyard, oh, what a slap in the face that would be. That would be something that may get Steve to move. But anyone else, no, I I just don't see him matching unless it's something reasonable. Uh, You know, if it's north of 230, guaranteed, I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that's another thing that's kind of worked in the Ravens' favor, right, is that, like, you know, Dan appears to be on the sidelines for everything right now because of this impending sale. And, you know, we all knock on wood when we say that around here (laughs) uh, constantly, but that that also seems to be it. So so what is the plan, the next plan, I guess, for the Ravens? Because, as you said, they're at the Combine. Is it a draft pick? Is there a veteran they like? Is there a trade they think they'll be able to make with one of those picks? Honestly, Scott, there's been no talk about anything else. Obviously, they have needs at wide receiver, as we have talked about. They have the worst wide receiving core in the NFL. So that needs to be rectified. Uh, There's some other areas they need to look at. But the Lamar conversation has not only dominated local, but, I mean, it's a national talk. And I'm tired of it, frankly. But uh, (laughs) it's going to go on for another few weeks, if not longer. Uh, if it does, you know, last where he doesn't get a deal done and has to go to training camp, I could see him sitting out training camp, uh, not regular season games. A guy That's can't afford to miss $45 million, sure. in my opinion. So I think he would end up playing. I don't know if it'll be week one, week four, or wherever, but uh, he's got to play this year to earn a paycheck somewhere. Yeah, that's where it gets interesting, and I think that may be the only avenue where Washington could potentially get in is if he waits to, you know, get a deal done and, and sleeps in the training camp. But we have new ownership in here. Maybe they're more motivated 
uh, to ultimately get that deal done. But you mentioned the, the respectability that Baltimore has gained over the past 20 years. Do we do Baltimore people forget that before Lamar Jackson was drafted, like the Ravens were on the cusp of going into irrelevancy? Like they were very much going in the wrong direction. And you can make the argument he's come in and turned that franchise around and saved them. He has. He certainly uh, helped John Harbaugh maintain his job. I don't know if he completely saved it, uh, but he certainly turned the franchise around as Joe Flacco was faltering. But he was still under his rookie contract, and it all came very soon in his career. And the Ravens financially took advantage of the situation. They didn't have to pay him. They didn't have to be like the Dallas Cowboys or the other teams that I mentioned or the Minnesota Vikings, teams that go out and, and have to pay, feel desperation to have to pay that quarterback. They have a business model that they go by. I don't always agree with it, but they have a certain price structure for positions and and things of that nature that they're willing to spend. I mean, Ozzie Newsom for years said right player at right price, but there's no doubt that he has raised the profile of the organization. What he hasn't done really though is sell tickets. It's not like the place is sold out or it's, a, really? it's, it's very much a divisive fan base. I will say there, there is a percentage of the fan base that says, say la vie, you, you know, this has dragged on too long and you're asking for too much based on what one quarterback received from an ignorant team. And come to your senses. You're willing, to, you know, they're willing to pay you uh, for the future. Obviously, you know, for what you've done in the past, you're not, you know, you were under that rookie contract, and that's the way the NFL works. And also, we haven't even mentioned the big elephant in the room and the fact that he represents himself. Yes. And I've been saying on this show and every other show that having that has been to his detriment, and it has led to this as well. Having an agent would have helped, and I think a deal would have done, a deal would have been done undoubtedly. By now, if he had an agent. Let no me ask doubt. you this. Does he have any big endorsement deals at all? Or any endorsement deals? None. None, wow. except for very few speaking lines. Well, and, he's got the like vir- – I'm, I'm a 25-year-old, Jerry. He's got a virtual reality. He's the face of the okay. Madden's first virtual reality stuff. So okay. he's got okay. that. Okay. So he has that. He <laughs> doesn't cool. have large – he doesn't have the uh, State Farm speaking parts mm-hmm. uh, or Little Caesars or anything yeah. like that. I've been told he's turned down a litany of endorsement opportunities, he and his mother. Okay. So I, I think he's let millions sail out the door already. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think this, I, I, you know, I don't often advocate for these agents, but, yeah, if you're a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, you really need one. It just takes so much pressure off you, and, and there's money to be made elsewhere as well. But he seems to be missing out on. All right, hey, Jerry, go back and join the son of uh, Florida in spring training. We appreciate you jumping on board. And uh, be sure to tell Adam Jones we're big fans of his parts on the podcast. <laughs> He's, he's, he's great. <laughs> I will. I'll let him know that you guys listen to only his portion. Yes, and thanks for having me on. You got it, brother. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a great day. All right. Thank there is much. Jerry Coleman via the BetQL guest. Is he talking about Pac-Man? What's that? No, no, no. Okay. Adam, Adam Jones, Jones the baseball, baseball player. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that Adam I was Jones. about to say, those two seem like that would be that very would be interesting. Well, interesting anybody contrast. with Jerry was it'd be yeah. interesting. <laughs> Ask Brian about Jerry. Uh, be Mitch. Anyway. <laughs> Good, good. Always fun to uh, talk to Jerry. Like he's been on this for a while. He told us yeah. he's headed down this way. He's told me this for for over a year. Like he said, I mean, he's been like, this is not going to end. This is going to going down the road to nowhere. They're not going to come through a long term deal. And here we are. You know what I don't get though, Scott, is the idea that if he had an agent, the deal would be done. 
Because um, the, the agent would just want to sucker him into taking the money because he's going to get paid. Right. No, I, I think the agent, th- there's a lot of things they could do. First of all, they could, they could change the narrative of a lot of this stuff, obviously. They yeah. could shift some of it. Um, it, it. Again, it takes the pressure off him they have to sit in that room and feel like they're tearing him apart. It's awkward. It's, it's just, just awkward as hell, right? Yeah. I mean, anybody who's had to advocate on themselves than anything, and you get the offer, you're like, jeez, you really don't <laughs> like me. You know? I mean, it's not a pretty thing. Yeah. Somebody who freelances, trust me, and sometimes you're like, jeez, really? Yeah. Thanks. Very little. Anyway, uh, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get, um, we're going to get Nick at the top of the hour, uh, Salvadori from uh, – Coming off the combine where he did very well, uh, a, a flex position player. So yeah. the, a team I know that really is into flex position, guys. So we'll get to that coming up. It's uh, Burgundy Gold today with Linnell Willingham, Scott Jackson, Team Nine streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, Burgundy Gold today. Uh, Doc is out today. Linnell Willingham, Scott Jackson, Team Nine streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. So again, we'll uh, we'll get to uh, some calls on this stuff. And uh, talk a little Mar Jackson coming up later. I hope we get the folks to come out of the weeds to, to show their face and, and be loud and proud. If you're part of the minority group of idiot minorities mm-hmm. that are not willing to bring Lamar here to D.C. Because I don't think anybody here, if you're a genuine fan mm-hmm. and true fan of this team, we can't be turning away quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, look, of course, I mean, the commanders have got it all figured out, not the yeah. Ravens. I mean, clearly yeah. we've got track records to prove it. Come on. I mean, you Pull know, the receipts out. This is people that these are a, this is a franchise that 20 plus years have made very savvy moves. So I'm sure there's <laughs> sure there's nothing, you know, that would no. go wrong if they were to bring him in and give up two picks. And, of course not. Uh, you know, 300 million in guarantees. I'm sure nothing would, would be, go wrong. It would be important. Nothing could go wrong. More than interesting. <laughs> Uh, nothing go wrong. Look, it would be a home run from a marketing standpoint. I think we all agree. We can all understand that. Yeah. Um, and you said the craziest stuff this morning. I'm going to out you right here on the radio. Yeah. Oh, you said to me. Because I think this is going to draw You up. said yeah. to me, if it meant even Dan staying, I'm all for it. Hell yeah. Did you hear that, Mike? Mike yes. Did you hear what he said? He said, if even if Dan stayed... I'm all for it, even if it meant Dan staying. Because to me, like if they went and got Lamar, that's like a Dan. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. Here's my last stand. Here's my next move. It's like Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like, "I'm not leaving." Right. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm bringing you Lamar Jackson. Uh. And, and all of our fans, <laughs> and for years that have been crapping all over him and yeah. his Redskin one and doing this and that, will be like, "Oh yes, we love it." Thank Look, you. Look, Scott, you got the lines to, to jump us. up. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. I'll, I'll reiterate yeah. it. You would rather you yes. would rather have Dan and Lamar than new owner. Whoever that may be, Jeff Bezos, Josh yes. Harris, and you know, yes. maybe not even the, really a QB one for another season. Can I explain why though? Yeah, because let's let's be very genuine. Because quarterbacks play forever, and, and owners just last for a brief period of time. Or? You know, no, I'm just joking. But for for this team specifically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We all point at the issues of the franchise and say they're all rooted in Dan Snyder being a terrible owner, which is true. Right. He's a bad person mm-hmm. allegedly, according to all mm-hmm. the, the things and reports that are out there about him. But the one thing... You know what else has been bad? His results have been Results, really bad. but yeah. why have those results been bad, Scott? Because he's done a lot of stupid stuff. Because Linnell. of their inability to solve the game's most important position. If they would have had a quarterback yeah. in any and stretch of the last 20 years... every single one of his instincts that he's had his fingerprints on has gone poorly. And so you're going to let him have one more crack at it. Yeah. And just figure, hey, you know what? The Ravens, smart, stable franchise. Jerry pointed out two Super Bowls, two different quarterbacks in the last decade. Eh, screw it. They're dummies. We got this all solved here. We got we got our owner who's been wrong for twenty three years, yes, but he, he thinks he's gonna you know, and I'm sure there'll be like a really normal owner player relationship <laughs> yeah, with him and Lamar, like there was with him and Robert or him and, and countless others. 
Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be completely normal. I'm sure Ron will be able to handle that much. Like yeah. Shanahan thought he could handle it. Well, Ron, I'm sure it'll all be just fine. I think uh, yeah. Ron, okay. Martin, and Marty are the difference to me because mm-hmm. I think when we did have a quarterback here with Kirk, the football people in town weren't worth a damn. I think now we actually have decent football people. They would make it work with Lamar Jackson. And I think since Eric Bieniemy has gotten here, mm-hmm. I think him and Ron have had a sit-down conversation in the office, and he's basically laid it out on the table what he wants his options to be a quarterback. And I do think Sam Howell is toward the bottom of that list. Okay, Think about it from a logistic standpoint for both of those guys. Ron Rivera is in year four of a five-year deal. He has zero yep. job security moving forward, yet you're going to hit your wagon to Sam Howell, who's got one career start. Eric Bieniemy came here to – continue to try to resuscitate his career to get himself in position to be a head coach. Why would he hitch his wagon to Sam Howell in that situation? Because he has to, eh? <laughs> because they, mean, got, they got no other options. The team is for sale, uh, as you know, uh, I think is, is part of it. And also because they've been really bad at it so far, okay? Yeah. They've been really bad at it so far. Again, and I think, and I they were so loud about Carson Wentz and oh, how they no. knew it better than everybody else last year. Nobody thought it was a good idea. Everything we need is right here in no this room. No one thought it was a good idea <laughs> except for them. And look how that turned out. So, yeah. I, I look, they, they've been really piss poor at this. Um, I do stand by what I said. I don't want to, again, if this was just like, if you could do this on a three-year deal, and if it had to be guaranteed, so be it. But you're talking five years. If you're really talking about the full Deshaun watching enchilada, enchilada and two number ones, I don't know. They don't draft particularly great enough for me to think that they can overcome give it away picks, but maybe they can. Maybe I'll be pretty wrong. It's debatable. Really? I thought Ron, I don't know. It depends on how much credit you give him for 2020. I think Ron and company have drafted okay since they've drafted gotten okay. Here. It's right. been okay. The drafting okay covers up a lot of these things. Well, yeah. Well, I think okay. Lamar does. That's my big thing. Mm-hmm. Is I think See, I, Lamar I, I is such a game changer with him being a runner long term. I think like a running backs we talk about age so quickly. Essentially, his body's been through what a running back's body's been through. Has it though? He yeah, really has only got has. injured in the last it two really seasons. Has. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's the wear and tear. It's the time. It's the, he's done the a ex- real. That's like the yeah. the best trait I think he's had is the ability to keep himself healthy. He doesn't really take a lot of shots. Yeah, and he's missed ten games the last two years. He missed the bat, bat the most part important part of the season the last two years. And you want to go recency overpay bias. him everything. I get it. It's not recency bias. It's the most recent. So NFL is the not-for-long league. You know, who cares who was the MVP three years ago? It doesn't matter. Well, when Jerry said and that, I was like, Guess what? Damn. Two years ago, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was the MVP. I don't want him anywhere near here either. Well, Sorry. And he's, well, I get it. He's older. Yeah. If he was playing like a 26-year-old, if he was if he was living like like his body was at the age of a 26-year-old, okay, sure. Uh, and again, the, 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 the part of it, too, is this team. Now, just, this, now, I'll say this. It would go back to the team that they – Drew up on the chalkboard for us right after the season ended, which was two to one run <laughs> yeah, to pass because that would be what you'd want to be. Now I don't know, if, you know, you probably have to cut one of the receivers. You sure as hell wouldn't need him. I mean, you wouldn't need <laughs> Curtis Samuel anymore. Probably. I mean, you already got Dotson on his rookie deal. What's that? Thirteen. Terry's probably really gonna be like, "Hello, remember me?" In a yeah. couple seasons, but you know, whatever. So be it. It would. It would certainly, I guess, lay to rest any questions we have on is it the uh, you know. Is it the receivers or the quarterback? I mean, we'd find out pretty quickly. Would we? We'd find out pretty quickly. But I, I am with you on this regard. I, I would be fascinated to know what Eric Bieniemy really thinks. Yeah. What does he really think? What does he really like? Maybe he doesn't like him. I, I don't know. Maybe he thinks he's great. Maybe he thinks, nah, I, I want more, more of a Mahomes kind of guy. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just makes sense. I just think everything is up in the air right now, more than it I ever I think this would have been great, a great deal 
you missed the window. You missed the window. I'm sorry for you and your young friends. <laughs> you guys missed the window. This was 2000s, early 2000s, yeah. mid 2000s. Redskins won. This was Redskins one era move right here. And I will tell you this, and that's why I asked Jerry towards the end. I think Steve Bashotti's mindset would change quickly. <laughs> this were the franchise to of sign course. that guy to an offer sheet. You'd be amazed at how quickly he'd change his mindset about that fully guaranteed stuff. He don't want any yeah. idea of this guy getting one up on him on the way out. No chance. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get back to this Lamar Jackson stuff in a bit. want to get to uh, some leftovers in the Combine. Uh, NFL hopeful drafts, I should say. I should say draft prospect. Not hopeful. He's going to be in the league. Uh, Nick Salvadori joins us straight ahead uh, from – the Harvard of the South Old Dominion here on the Team Night, <laughs> streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.